Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. This is the prayer that many of you may be reciting tonight as you lie down to slumber. But as you do, you hear a tremendous banging coming from downstairs. Quickly, look in your drawer. There's not a knife. Your gun's not there. You're left with nothing but a condom. You decide to use that as your weapon of choice as you proceed carefully, slowly downstairs to find out what that ratting was. Is it some hoodlum on Halloween? Some kids committing some acts in the streets? As you get to the foot of your stairs, your bathroom door is opening and shutting violently, very quickly. What could be going on? So you go. You open that door. And then descending from the ceiling, much like the thing, the thong latches its crotch onto your face and begins to thrust violently until climax. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what awaits on this Halloween spooktacular episode of The Thongcast. Let me see the So we have reached the halfway point of the fantasy season, eight weeks down and eight weeks until we crown a champion. Much like last year, today's episode is very special. As we celebrate Halloween, I am going to compare each and every one of your teams to the villain, the monster, the beast that best describes how your season's been going. We're going to go from the bottom of the league up. So you scary thong-infested freaks will go first, and then we will go to the top of the league where stalwarts remain. Having said that, I hope you've brushed up on scary movies recently because these are going to be real, they're going to cut deep, and you might not be able to close your eyes tonight to go to sleep, for it will be terrifying. Sitting putridly at the bottom of the standings is Lauren Overy, or should I say Angela, from Sleepaway Camp. Now, I don't know if any of you have seen Sleepaway Camp, a bizarre early 80s horror movie about a girl, or at least you think it's a girl, who decides to start killing fellow campers at a late camp. Now, what's very interesting about this movie, and I'd assume most of you have not seen it, is that Angela is not really Angela, but rather a boy named Peter. And as the movie ends, naked Angela is panned away from by the camera, at which time it's revealed to have a penis. Lauren, much like Angela, is subject to something very phallic indeed. The phallic nature of the thong lusts for him as it slashes and hacks its way right into his loins. Sitting in ninth place, looking just as putrid and pathetic as Lauren, 
I mean Angela from Sleepaway Camp, we have Jake Roundy. Roundy's season has gone horrifically. And when you're thinking of horrific horror films and horrific horror villains, where worse to go than the 1983 trashy garbage horror film Christine? Jake Roundy's team is like that 1958 Plymouth Fury. Just a piece of crap. Anybody who goes near it is going to get terrorized by a grill. I mean, how stupid is it that there is a possessed car destroying and killing individuals? It's kind of like Roundy Season, a big honking piece of freaking crap Plymouth Fury. It's disgusting, it's pathetic, and it's kind of laughable. Ah, Jordan, Charlie's Bird Law. Another season gone awry. And in thinking of awry movie franchises, my mind, when thinking about Charlie's Bird Law as a team, immediately goes to Slumber Party Massacre. Now, for those of you who may not be familiar with the series, it is a series in which a deranged serial killer has an electric guitar with a drill bit attached to the end, and he proceeds to drill through girls at slumber parties. As he plays guitar solos, it's absolutely ridiculous. Much like his season, on the back of 19 wide receivers and one running back, Jordan has been playing trashy, hair metal, ass band music from 1987 as he proceeds to drill his way into the anus of the thong. Jeremy Purses, a.k.a. Valhalla Vikings, or should I say, Jason Voorhees. Now, Jason is the ultimate slasher villain that nobody seems to be scared of. Sure, he's big. Sure, he carries a machete. Sure, he wears a hockey mask to cover that worm-infested face from sitting at the bottom of a lake. But is anybody really scared of Jason Voorhees? Does anybody think, oh no, Jason's gonna get me? I think if not... Jason's been blown up, he's been decapitated, he has had all sorts of maladies come upon him, and I believe that that best encapsulates what's going to be happening to Jeremy's putrid, worm-infested team. Ah, Curtis, the ovary hunter himself. I once told Curtis many, many years ago that his doppelganger was Freddy Krueger, and he didn't like it very much. So... And an ode to those long-lost days. Curtis's team is much like that of Freddy. Now, Freddy can terrorize you in your sleep. You know, he started a little slow as just an ordinary child molester. But he's come on strong the last three weeks. I think he found out that he has these powers to terrorize children as they slumber. Those claws, those razor knives as they scrape along a boiler. He's going to come for you. But the good thing about Freddy is he's not dangerous unless you're asleep. So Curtis, if you don't pay enough attention to your lineup, he might not be that dangerous. But he does have the cackle. And now we've come to yours truly. That's right. The Zookster. The thong snapper himself. I think... If you could best equate my team, it would be like Jigsaw. Jigsaw, starting out in Saw 1, Saw 2, really freaking terrifying. 
He'd get people into rooms, have them do ridiculous things, all with some twisted sense of morality. Now, as the series progressed, Jigsaw's antics got more and more ridiculous, and the plots got more and more insane. And they got stupider and stupider and grosser and grosser and grosser. That probably best describes my team. What was once terrifying is now starting to look a little gross. Starting to smell a little rank, if you know what I mean. Now, hopefully I can dig the trophy out of somebody's eye rather than having the thong explode through my pelvis. Time will tell. And now we look at your mom's weekend wrecker, Ryan White. Ryan says at 5-3, and three, yet when you look at his roster, your first question is how in the hell is he 5-3? and three? And that makes me think of a movie franchise in which I thought, how in the hell have there been seven sequels? We come to Child's Play. That's right, Ryan is Chucky. Chucky is a freaking demented doll with a knife. About 12 inches tall who somehow cracks jokes and kills people with a knife that's about the size of a pencil. It's absolutely incredible. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm walking down the street and I see a little doll hopping towards me jiggling a knife in its hand, I'm probably going to laugh and try to punt it over a building. But here he is, eight sequels later, still laughing, cracking jokes with that fire red hair and that striped shirt it hacks and slashes its way through micro cuts into the souls of all. Jason, aka Kitten Mittens, is always there, always terrifying, and seems to know exactly how to manipulate situations to get what he wants. There's one villain in a horror movie franchise that comes to mind, and that is that of Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal loves the taste of flesh. He wants some on his lips. He wants some in his mouth. Now you could take that any way you want. But Jason tastes flesh every year as he continually finds ways to rip me off in trades. It's pathetic. But maybe I should learn my lesson and not interact with a cannibal. He's going to come for you. Now, the question is, can we capture him? Can we put a muzzle on his face? Can we prevent him from biting? We better, because we might all be in trouble with Dr. Lecter. Sitting, admittedly shockingly, in second place is Justice Overy. Yeah, that's right. Justice. One more time. Justice. Yep. Le'Veon Levita Loca. And when thinking about Justice having success in this league for possibly the first time ever... It makes me think of Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with Pennywise, he comes back to the city of Derry once every 27 years to eat children. Justice, much like Pennywise, is making his once in every 27 years appearance to devour our souls. He's going to unhinge his jaw and try to rip off your arm, your leg, or possibly a testicle. Now, can we stop Pennywise? Do we have the courage of Bill and Mike in the gang? 
or are we going to be devoured? Sitting at the top of the league is, once again, Nick Cronin. Hold my pigskin is at it again. When you think of an unstoppable force, where better to go than the shape? For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Michael Myers. He of Halloween infamy. Michael Myers has been terrorizing every Halloween in Haddonfield, Illinois, since the 1970s. As he kills and kills and kills and kills and kills and nothing can stop him. Now, Nick has been killing us every year in this league, unstoppably, insatiably. Our hope is that he takes a turn for the worst and becomes the Rob Zombie version of Michael Myers, long-haired and talking and doing weird crap with clown masks. So there you have it. Decades and decades of movie lore, the best and the worst, are all encapsulated in this League of Shame. Now, I must implore you on this Halloween night, as you set about in your spooktacular activities, to remember that there is a real-life horror, a terror, something that is as insatiable and unstoppable as Michael Myers and as brutally strong and dumb as Jason Voorhees, and as intelligent and conniving as Hannibal Lecter. I'm talking about the thong. The thong has a lustful taste on its lips for your butthole. It will never stop. The pounding will never stop. So as you close your eyes this Halloween night, Remember that evil is not just something that Hollywood has produced, but it is in your own backyard. It will stop at nothing. The only way you can keep yourself safe is by avoiding its foul clasp and making intelligent fantasy football decisions. Don't allow yourself to be penetrated. Until next time. This is the Thongcast. Let me see the thong.